0: Hi, this is Dave, and this is the Forerunner Dad podcast, and today I'm going to talk a little bit about letting your kids take on risk. I think this is something that probably gets easier the older they get, but when they're younger like my kids are, uh, you can be a little overly protective. I think it's kind of just a natural thing for parents to do, and so I'm going to talk about a couple stories or a couple examples of when i've been overprotective and one case where i really wasn't i had no idea but everything ended up working out just fine so the first example i remember of of being overly protective as a parent was when my daughter was probably like maybe three years old maybe four three or four somewhere in that range and we were at El Capitan, and this is before we even really started camping, this was actually clamping. And we went with a few other couples, and for my daughter, we brought along her scooter. She was little tiny mini scooters, and she just loves scooting around on it. And so we were at this campground called El Capitan, and they had like a dinner thing where they had big food, kind of like family style. Obviously, this was before COVID, and they had band playing there, and there's just all sorts of people there hanging out, congregating. And so my daughter, and some of these other kids who had scooters, so she was going out and she was scooting around with them, and she was having a great time. And then she ended up kind of like getting out of my eyesight a little bit, uh, and she was gone for a very short period of time. And for some reason, I just I felt the need to to overparent, and to go over and say, Hey, come on, we're having dinner, let's go she got upset and started crying. And it was one of those things like I immediately knew that I had completely overstepped my bounds, knew that it was a case of overparenting, and I felt really bad about it. So I did the best thing you could do as I kind of made a mental note of it and realized that, hey, you need to let her do her thing. There obviously was no danger whatsoever in this situation. It was just a case of me just overparenting and having a, a young child and just being a little, a little neurotic, so. I just made a mental note of it and said, okay, I messed up there. And as we've gone through, we've had other opportunities for, you know, her to take on more risks and do different things. I've slowly gotten better at it. Another example that comes to mind is uh, we were going snow tubing up at Mount Baldy last year and in doing the research, saw that we'd have to go up uh, a chairlift to get up to the snow tubing section. And there's only gonna be three of us. My wife wasn't gonna be able to make it. I can't remember the exact reason why. So it was just going to be me, my daughter, and my son. And so, and looking at the chairlift and watching some videos on YouTube, it became pretty clear, pretty obvious, pretty obvious pretty quickly that I was gonna to have to ride with my son at the chairlifters. I was only two seats per chairlift, and my daughter was gonna to have to ride on her own or I was gonna to have to try and find someone to, to ride up with her. So this time, you know, I kind of I, I did a little bit of my research. I had some time to think about it, so I showed her the video on YouTube of going up the chairlift. I said, "Hey, would you be comfortable sitting by yourself and doing this?" And she seemed like she was pretty comfortable. She seemed really confident. She's like, "Yeah, I could totally do that." And then when we actually got to Mount Baldy or going up the chairlift, you know, I had her go first. So I always had you know, visibility towards her. And then my son and I got on the next chairlift behind her, and we just kind of uh, kept our eyes on her, kept talking to her, but she seemed totally confident. She just sat there. She didn't seem like she was concerned at all. Uh, and it went perfectly fine, you know, but again, as a parent, you kind of have that concern, like what if she falls off the chairlift, but we're, you know, I don't know, 50 feet off the ground, uh, everything went perfectly fine, no issues whatsoever. She was totally calm and comfortable and did great. So that made me feel good. And then more recently, uh, last month, we were in Mexico, we're, we're in the Punta Mita area. And my daughter and I went on a a little trip where they have a small boat and you go out and you, you find dolphins and you go in the water and you try and swim near them or around them. Now obviously dolphins are very, very fast swimmers. Uh they can go very deep underwater, they they can spend a lot of time underwater. So it's a little bit of a hit or miss, just kind of random walk. You you end up swimming somewhere in the general vicinity of a dolphin and you can hear their clicking and their echolocation and stuff like that. And there are one or two people on the boat we actually had a dolphin swim right past them Uh, the water is like really dark so even if you go underwater you can't really see anything it's it's fun to be out there the weather was beautiful it was really cool to be able to chase the dolphins we actually saw a couple whales which was pretty cool Uh, but as far as being able to actually you know see the dolphins up close pretty unlikely to happen if it does it passes in like flash of like a millisecond so (laughs) Um, but it's still a fun time we, we had a good time and so when we we're going out there, you know, they recommend wearing life life vests if you're not a, a strong swimmer and So when we were getting ready to go out there They did, did at the beginning two people at a time could go out and try to swim with the dolphins So I obviously went with her and originally I wanted her to wear a life vest Which you kept kind of going, no, "No, I don't want her a life vest And it was one of those moments where I was like, okay, you're sure you're confident and you know I was gonna be out there with her anyway, so so, okay, fine. So she ended up going out two times on her own. We are absolutely nowhere near the shore. It was a very far distance from the shore, but obviously we were all in a boat right there, not too far from her. So she just went out and swam in the bay and she was perfectly fine. So it feels good when they take on some of those kind of like small little risks uh, and everything goes fine and they're confident and they know that they can do it. Uh, and it just makes you feel better as you go further along, as she takes on more risks, that, you know, it'll be okay. One of the things she's been doing is parkour and her younger brother does parkour too. And there's definitely some dangerous elements to that, just like there's dangerous elements to gymnastics. And so she's getting ready to start on a travel parkour team, which I never ever knew was a thing, but I'm familiar enough with with, uh, youth travel sports to know that if you can, create a travel sport for anything, you probably will. So she started that, and she was telling me uh, the other day, when she went to this travel parkour practice, that she you know, hit her side and hurt it pretty good. Uh, and I said, oh, so are you still fine? You still want to do parkour? And she's like, oh yeah, of course. So uh, it's just good to see them, how resilient they are. And they they a lot of times they don't view things as risk they view more kind of like the reward the excitement and that's kind of a good lesson to learn and kind of a good thing to always keep in your mind is we're always concerned about the loss we're always concerned about loss aversion we're always concerned about getting hurt and sometimes we don't think about what could be really fun what could be really enjoyable and so that's one great thing about having kids is they kind of always have that mindset and as long as you're the parent there that allows things not to get too out of hand uh that works out really nicely uh, we did have one example of something that, that didn't work out quite so well and again this is something that wasn't planned at all uh, it just happened and we all learned from it so when we were in joshua tree one of our trips uh i had my pocket knife with me i got a swiss army knife and mostly i use it just to cut little branches if you need some kindling or something like that uh they have scissors we so you can cut you know all sorts of things it's a swiss army knife so we we're at the campgrounds and i put it on the table didn't think twice about it I was busy doing some other things and then a minute or two later we hear my son start crying like this loud kind of like, like shock and then crying and so we knew something obviously was wrong so we go over there and he went over by like this area where there's some cactus and we saw his hand was bleeding and it's kind of amazing how like his mind worked like he was originally i think trying to say like he somehow cut his hand on a cactus because we've told him several times not to play with knives or not a toy. And he knew that he did something wrong. So his initial thought in his mind was, oh, I I, I got stung by a cactus or my, I put my hand on a cactus or something along those lines. But (laughs) when we looked at it, it was a really nice clean cut and there was blood coming out. And uh, we focused less on obviously the lesson at that particular moment in time and focused on, you know, trying to get his hand to stop bleeding. Uh, my wife did a great job i mean i thought we we're gonna have to go to the hospital and get stitches for it but she ended up elevating it putting pressure on it we had our first aid kit so that's one thing i would say is whenever you camp absolutely 100 percent have a a first aid kit on you make sure it has everything that it's supposed to have in it so if you have a situation like we had you can act quickly and uh, address any situations that arise and so it was super important that we had a first aid kit there and we we're able to you know, staunch the bleeding, Raise his hand up to try and stop the flow of blood to his hand. And, uh, you know, long story short, it ended up being perfectly fine. We didn't have to go to the doctors or get him stitches or anything like that. The blood eventually stopped. We were able to bandage it up and we had had a, a hike planned um, that morning and uh, we were able to go and do the hike. So obviously it wasn't that bad at all. And he was perfectly fine on the hike. So he kind of learned a lesson um, the hard way. And we sometimes tell that to him and that's another thing about situations like this is you know my daughter's usually pretty good if we tell her something she'll usually follow what we say and and do you know what we we tell her to do and there's definitely i think a lot of good benefits to that you can learn a lot of things really quickly my son's more kind of the learn things the hard way type of person i can think there could i think there could be good things and bad things about that obviously if you learn everything the hard way you're making a lot of Decisions where it, it can set you back a little bit The other hand, there's just something about the experience of experiencing something on your own and learning something for yourself and he, It definitely feels like he Is more in tune with that Obviously he didn't mean to cut his hand, but he found the knife really interesting wanted to play with it now. He knows that knives can be very dangerous But uh, it worked out just fine Like I said his hands fine. We went hiking that same day He was out having fun so it wasn't like a really really difficult lesson to learn it's a very quick lesson to learn and you found out immediately but uh, there were no long-term ramifications so those are the the primary stories and events that i've seen with my kids when it comes to yeah in most cases letting them take on risks and uh Just learn things on their own. Let them put themselves in situations where they may have some downside, they may get hurt, but there's also that upside of being able to have a lot of fun and try something new and just have that experience and that gain that confidence too. And as I said I think this will get easier as they get older unless they start doing some really really outlandish stuff. But I feel really good about trusting my daughter in most situations. With my son, I probably have to put some guardrails there, but uh, he'll definitely learn in whatever way suits him best. So if you have any tips and tricks, you have any stories about times where your kids uh, took some risk on and maybe you felt like it was going to be okay or you are really concerned as a parent and it worked out just fine, I'd love to hear your stories. So. Go ahead and put them in the comment section. And uh, if you have any other feedback or you have any questions about things that maybe your kids are interested in doing and you kind of want to talk it through, go ahead and put a comment in the comment section. Love to hear what other people have to say. So that's it for today. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you on the next one.